Hey everybody, welcome to Selective Hearing. Tonight, I wanna talk to you guys about breaking generational curses. Um, I want to start my live by saying, last week we talked about the importance of like walking in your purpose. And tonight, I wanna follow up with what we discussed last week. So, I truly believe that in order for someone to walk in their purpose, there are certain steps that you need to take in order to get there. And one really big thing for me is breaking generational curses. So when we're all trying to get to a place of growth and to a place of um, being better as individuals, there's certain things that we need to do in order to get there. And one very big thing is stopping, I'm sorry, one, one very big thing for me is uh, putting the stop to negative behaviors, toxic um, behaviors, and things of that nature. So I just want to start tonight out by saying that in order to break generational curses, you first need to understand that in order to get different results in your life, you cannot continue doing the same things. I just want you to be aware of that. If you continue to do the same things over and over and over again, and you're continuing to get the same results and you're kind of like stuck in a place where you're not moving forward or you constantly have things in your life happening that are negative and pulling you back, then you may need to stop and reevaluate yourself and reevaluate some of the things that you're doing, some of the people in your life, some of the influences that are around you and change that for the better. I also wanna start tonight by saying that in order to understand how to break generational curses, within every area of your life. That means with your family, that means with your friends. I think that it's really, really important for you to understand where those behaviors started and understand that you are not your mother, your father, your grandparents, their, their, their parents before them. You are not responsible for their mistakes. But just because you're not responsible for their mistakes, does not mean that you should not be aware of their mistakes and you should not learn from their mistakes and move forward. Just to touch base on a couple of things tonight and like where all this is coming from. Over the past year, like, you know, like I always like to just kind of jump in and like tell you things that I kind of went through and what got me to this point. Over the past year, I became a mom again and in becoming a mother, I had time to like reflect and think about things in my life and think about how to be better for my children and a big thing for me in creating a better life for my children than the life that I had was me understanding certain things that I was exposed to when I was younger and making sure that I don't expose my children to those very same things. A lot of things influence generational curses and cause them are the fact that there's certain things that take place within families, relationships, and friendships that we do not discuss. And one major thing that I feel like people don't really address is the lack of accountability in families. So that's just like a really big example for me. If someone in your family is never accountable for anything that they do, and they're always justifying everything that they do, and they always have an excuse for why, oh, well, I just did that because, or I'm sorry, but those are the kind of people like you're doing these things, you're saying these things to me, or you're, you're displaying these certain behaviors in front of me. And then like, you're not realizing that you're teaching me to do the same thing. 
accountability, lack of accountability, that's one curse that I feel like needs to really be broken within families and relationships because if you're not going to be accountable for the things that you do and you're not going to own how the how your actions affect me then how can we ever practice having healthy res resolutions coming to healthy resolutions so that's one thing that um in this long list i'm looking at this list in this long list of things that i have regarding generational curses um that need to be broken if there's no accountability and there's no there's no practicing of you know learning how to take accountability then i feel like there's that presents another issue with healthy communication healthy forms of communication a lot of us don't know how to talk to each other i say that all the time like that was even one of the big things why i started selective hearing because i felt like people practice that in every single conversation there was one point in time where i used to practice that all the time like we're constantly talking and talking and trying to prove our point and we're not listening to each other everybody's just listening to respond no one's listening to truly understand what the person they're talking to is trying to express to them so that we know how to move forward with one another we ain't, we're not hearing anything we're just listening to respond things that need to be broken in relationships People need to start taking, being more accountable for themselves and for their actions. People need to learn how to communicate effectively. A huge thing in teaching behaviors, like if I'm teaching my children not to be accountable and I'm teaching my children by through my actions, like I'm teaching my children not to be accountable if I'm teaching my children not to listen to the person that they claim they care about and that cares about them and listen to what they're expressing to them, then I'm, I'm teaching them to be cut off, essentially. I'm teaching them to be cold. And that's not something that we need in the future. Like, we need better people. We need people that know how to listen. We need people who know how to communicate. We, know pe we need people in the world that know how to come to positive resolutions. Like, I'm not saying that every conversation you have is going to be like a Dr. Phil moment because you know, like, we're all human. And I mean, sometimes it, it's going to go there. But what I'm saying is when you go there, learn how to check yourself, how to pull yourself back and how to correct that. Like, don't just be so quick to just pop off. That leads to generational curses. Another thing that I kind of want to talk about, like, outside of healthy forms of communication and practicing accountability is um, something that I feel like is such a huge contributing factor to generations being so dysfunctional and families just constantly practicing the same behaviors over and over and over again and like just getting nowhere and that is being absent as parents and I'm not just talking about being absent as far as like one parent or another not being there for the kid i'm also talking about parents that live in house in the house with their children and they don't even know what their children have going on they're too caught up in i gotta work or i have to do this or i have to do that or i got this going on that they're not even paying attention to what their children are doing what their children are interested in what their children what their friends are about like what type of things are influencing them and then the next thing you know you turn around and your kid is out in the street practicing the stuff that you taught them 
and then they get into something and you're talking about some, oh, I didn't know he was like that, or I got a good kid, or this or that and the other, that all goes back to accountability too. Like it's your responsibility to be better for your children than the generations were before you. And a lot of people associate better with money and material things have absolutely nothing to do with being better. And people get caught up in that. I want to give my child more than what I ever had. And they start giving their children material things instead of giving their children things that are of true substance. You need morals. You need values. You need to instill things in your children that they can carry on and that they can pass on to their children so that they can be productive and honest and do something in this world that's going to make it better like we're always talking about how raggedy people are in this world but you look I'll tell you I will be the first to tell you that I will talk about your mama because before you sit up and call somebody raggedy you might want to look back at your mama because she might be raggedy she you might be raggedy and she might be the reason why you raggedy her and your grandma and your grandpa and all of them because they ain't teaching nothing that is really like something that has been on me for the past year is how do you effectively break curses and build your children, your family, and your relationships in the right way. More things that I have to talk about is like people should really introduce their children themselves into healthy influences. So you have to be productive and active in like your children in their peer groups. Like, I really believe that you should monitor their peer groups. I'm not, as a parent, I'm not letting my kids hang out with no raggedy kids. I'm sorry. We talk about the things that, the influence that adults have on kids, but you gotta remember, like, there's children out there who are living in certain environments that are exposed to certain things, and I'm gonna talk about that too, that they should not be exposed to at this time. And you don't even have to worry about if you're doing the right thing these kids can expose your your children to that and before a kid teaches my kid about something I rather do that I think that it's very important too for you to be active in who and know who your friend who your kids are around know who their friends are know where they're going know what they're getting into like I do know one thing like when I was growing up there were certain things that I just could not do I could not go to people's house without my mom talking to their mom on the phone. I could not go to your house if she did not know where you lived, if your parents was gonna be there, what was going on over there, how many people stayed in the house, was there an uncle over there, an aunt over there, a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister, whoever. Like I could not go over there unless we knew exactly what was going on in that household. Know what kind of things your kids are interested in and help them pursue those things know what kind of friends they're around and know like we're all gonna have all different kind of friends but the way I look at it is okay like your friend your little friend over there that's your friend at school y'all can kick it at school the people who house you going to people who's coming to our house the people who you going to the movies with and things like that this is this group of friends like teach your friends that like even most adults don't even know that like you have different friends for different things you have your close friends, your best friends, your friends who are there for you and who who are personal with you. And then you have your acquaintances. Know the difference as an adult so that you can teach your children the difference. 
that's a very big thing. That's a very big thing for me too. Like, I guess like generational curses and things that have the potential to be damaging to children. Like there's just so many things that can happen. And there's so many, there's just so many things on the list, but I just kind of want to touch over, like touch on some of the things that I felt like were important to me and that were probably common to everybody else. Who is this? Hang on, sorry, I'm reading your comments. You guys, sorry. Don't let me put my finger on the camera. You hit the nail on the head you can certain things with Alzheimer's. Kids break easily. Yeah, I agree, Deshaun. I, I agree. You know, I'm going to be on it. I'm getting a house phone. So my kids aren't even going to have cell phones right away. If you want to talk to my kids, you have to call over here and ask permission. Ask this, You're going to ask me or my husband, can you speak to the kids? And then I'm going to ask where you are, where you from, who you who you with before I put my child on the phone. Period. So I hope they still got house phones when they old enough to talk because I'm getting one. Um... Also, another thing, so I talked about uh, being accountable, practicing healthy forms of communication, being aware and involved in your children's life, and also being aware of who the people, the other people outside your home that are involved in your children's life and the influences that they have over your children, but also be a role model yourself that is strong enough and when I tell you like kids don't listen to anything that you say they no phones in my house my oldest is 16 with no phone I feel you if they want to talk have somebody call your phone um but you as a parent and like I don't want anybody to take this as like I'm stepping I'm on a I'm putting myself on a pedestal and like barking down at people I'm just like speaking about certain things that I've had conversations with people about that seem to be common concerns in families when it comes to trying and wanting to like establish new boundaries in a new way for their children to be better. So, uh, like I said, uh, having productive conversations, being accountable, like your children are going to watch what you do and they're going to do it. They don't they're not going to listen to what you say unless they are actually seeing you practice what you preach. So, I'm not going to tell my kids to listen and be mindful of others in conversations, but then I'm not listening to my kids. Or I'm the parent and you're the kids, so I don't feel like I should say sorry. Or I don't feel like I should my kid can actually come to me and for the lack of better words, check me on how I am in certain situations with them. I want my children to be able to come to me and talk to me and let me know like, hey, mom, when you did that, that I that wasn't right or that hurt me. And I want to be able to say, I'm sorry. I don't want to send a broken human who doesn't know how to talk to anybody and then treats people bad out into society and then tries to justify their actions for treating people bad because that's the example I said. So I'm not, I think those are like huge things. Like being able to properly communicate is the, like one of the biggest things ever on top of 
literally walking in your talk. You need to be about the things, the things that you say you're about. You need to be about those things and show up and show those things through your actions because your actions are the greatest lessons, the greatest way to teach of all. And that's just, that's bottom line. Anybody can sit up and talk and not really be about anything. So that's another thing. And introducing your children, making sure your children aren't being introduced to things that are just inappropriate. And I mean, like, like I said, like none of us are perfect. Look, <laughs> baby, them kids have changed you. I love it. They have, they have, they really have. They made me, they made me a better person. I needed to become a mom. This, this absolutely most definitely needed to be a part of my walk. It's the best part of it. Um, so I'm saying like making sure that you don't introduce your kids to things that are inappropriate and like your idea of inappropriate versus mine is different, but I'm just saying like making sure that you are feeding them things that are positive. And like I said, we're not perfect. None of us are. We're not perfect. Our kids aren't going to be perfect. But the important thing is when we have those, when we have those moments where imperfect things push through we have to know how to handle those moments in a productive way that's all that every single last one of these things I feel like are stepping stones into breaking generational curses and then one thing that I say for last like one thing that like I 100% wholeheartedly if you know me if you don't know me if you getting to know me tonight one thing that I want to say that I feel like is the biggest thing in breaking generational curses is establishing boundaries with your family outside of your home, with those relatives. And I'm I, let me change that. Let me say relatives because see, this is a thing that I talk about quite often. Let me get comfortable because people are related to us by blood but that does not necessarily make these people family and we get caught up in these situations where well that's your family well that's your family we get hurt and carry pain and drag people with us on behind us on the side of us down the block with us just because that's your family we let they raggedy asses hurt us, hurt our babies, drag us through the mud, and then be sitting down at the cookout with them because that's your family. No, your family are the people who show up for you, the people who love you, the people who do not hurt you, the people whose actions are right behind their words and they're right on the side of you. That's your family. You can lead them raggedy relatives down at the family reunion because that's not family at all. And that's the biggest thing of generational, curse, generational curses is people need to set boundaries with these relatives they have. Cut their asses off. I'm the queen of cut off. I'll cut you off. People done got caught off today. I'll block you right on out. And see you in Walmart and act like I don't even know you. And we got the same grandma. 
I don't mind. You ain't gonna worry me, disturb my peace, hurt my babies, hurt my husband. You surely won't. We'll be in aisle six and I don't even know you. But that's your first cousin, who cousin? I think they related to my daddy, not me, for sure. Can't be, not acting like that. Let's read some comments. We hear you loud and clear. Okay, I'm glad, I got a new mic, I'm so excited. We hear you loud and clear. Yes, I got a new microphone, so I'm, I'm excited. As long as you guys can hear me. I feel like Kanye kind of, I got like a whole little mixer board and all that. Maybe like when I get done, I'll take a picture of what it looks like. I'll do one of those uh, on the internet versus reality uh, photos so you guys can see how I make this happen every night. Because it looks like I'm sitting in the studio, but if y'all only knew, I'll show you guys tonight because you know I don't mind. But um, yeah, like that. these are things like... Um, that I just kind of wanted to talk about tonight when we talk about generational curses and we talk about setting an example that will lead to better generations than the ones that were before us and kind of the one that we live in to be for real because like these people walking around with us right now is raggedy and it's exhausting it is super exhausting I swear like I I Every time I leave the house, I come in contact with at least 10 raggedy people. At least. No matter where you are. In traffic, at the grocery store. Just raggedy. Like, I'll tell you I'll tell you guys a story. I was at Kroger a couple days ago. And like I say, lead by example. So, I'm in the store going up and down raggedy. I said raggedy. So, I'm going down the aisle and there's people, you know, they got their buggies like this. So I'm like, excuse me, miss, excuse me, sir, so I can come through. I got my three-year-old. This baby is mine. I'll tell you that. He is mine. I got my three-year-old in the cart with me, trying to get through. I'm, excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, sir, excuse me, can I get by? So this the gentleman moves over and lets me walk. But the lady kind of, and just kept, so I'm trying to get through, and my three-year-old goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, until the lady moves. And I just busted out laughing. <laughs> I literally busted out laughing as I'm walking by this lady, because I'm like, who gonna check me, boo? Like, my three-year-old just got on you because you raggedy. You so raggedy for that. You should have just scooted over. And my three-year-old peeped you was raggedy, and he checked you. So, like I was saying, like, I swear, like, I come in contact with some of the worst people every time I leave the house. And all I can think about is, like, gosh, where did you come from? What did you come from? What are you going through to make you come out into the world and act like that and treat people like that? And I'm not going to act like I didn't have raggedy moments because I did. Especially if you know me, you know, I had me some, my baby attitude not stink. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, if you, if you knew me, like you knew, like I had some raggedy moments too. I was out here acting like I ain't had no sense at one point in time. 
So like, I'm not gonna act like I'm perfect or, or like I've never been through anything. But I think like the, the best thing is I acknowledge that. I looked at the, she got one more time to call my baby Raggedy. I know where she live. No, or, or what, what did you call? Hold on, let me, don't let me practice selective hearing. Let me see, let me, let me get it right. What did you say? He stank. His attitude ain't stank. Anyway, <laughs> I had to grow. I And I'm still growing. And like I said last week, like the work isn't done until the day we die. So I'm still working on being a better person. And I'm working on being a better person so that I can raise these two little awesome boys into being good people out here in the world. So like... This, like I said, it's not me standing on a soapbox telling you like, oh, you need to get it together and <laughs> not me joining you and threatening people. <laughs> I know her. She all right. Um, it's not um, me standing on a soapbox like preaching and saying like, oh, you need to be this way or you need to be that way or do this or do that. No, that's not at all. It's just simply me sharing my perspective on certain things and me sharing my opinion just based on different conversations that I've had with people about a lot of these things like it does come up a lot like in conversation with people about the things that hurt them and a lot and the things that have affected them through life and how they don't want these things affecting their children or their husbands their wives their future relationships their you know, just, it's just life. This is just what we're going through. We're never going to live in a perfect world, but we can make it a lot better by just trying to be better people ourselves. Like, I swear, a long time ago, not well, not a long time ago, but I'll say, like, it's probably like seven years ago now, I did this um, documentary, and I followed this outreach group around, and one of the young ladies it, it will always like stick out to me because she said change is like a catch and spread she was like if you want to see change then you need to be effective in creating it and she was saying like if i do something to create change and somebody sees me doing that then the next person will do it and the next person will do it and then the next person will do it and she was like so it's a catch and spread and i believe that because I watch how fast negativity spreads now good news may travel slow but it's always going to prevail so if I see all these monkey see monkey dudes running around here with all the gossip and all the drama and all the negative energy matter of fact because I'm on the internet all the time just seeing what people are doing and saying and you know seeing if they what people are kind of talking about and where we're at in the world right now Sean, I saw you wrote like a few, I don't know, it was like a week or so ago. You said everybody matches energy, but why isn't why aren't people matching positive energy? And that like stuck with me for the whole day because I was like, hallelujah, because I ain't never heard somebody say, I got time today, I match energy, and it be in a happy way. Like every time it's in a okay, what's up? What you got to do? What you trying to do? So I just like that day that like stuck with me like dang I ain't never heard that um I match energy being said in like a, a positive in positive context it's always in a I got time today and it's like why you don't have time for nothing happy 
Why don't you have time for something that's more productive and something that's more positive? Why? So, and like, and don't get me wrong because, you know, there's certain stuff that's negative and that's a good time because y'all might see me up here. Y'all have last season. You might see me again. I might read something in the tabloids and get on here and roast somebody. Socks clean off because it is kind of funny. Like I did Will and Jay the last season. But I'm just saying like, be better. Encourage other people to be better. Be good to your kids. Cut off raggedy family members. Learn to have productive conversations. The dopest thing I ever learned how to do was stop lashing out and actually talk to people. And now I tell people all the time, that hurt my feelings. Because before I didn't know how to tell people like, yo, you hurt my feelings. Instead, it was like, rat a tat 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 wanna fight? Instead of just saying, yo, like that hurt my feelings. Hide the padlocks, you are right about that. Right about what? Me not being able to say, my, that hurt my feelings. I'll tell you all the time, and I'll cry, and I tell people I love them. I think that's important. I tell people I love them every day. I tell people, you hurt my feelings. I remove myself from conversations. If I feel like I'm a pop-off, and I, I haven't, um, if I feel like I'm about to lose control, and I, I can't like communicate effectively, I like I back off, and I just shut up. And I, I've learned to practice being still. And then I run everything back. Like, okay, why did I get so mad? Why do I feel like lashing out? Why am I acting this way? And then after I play through the process and I um, can sit down and actually talk about it, I do. And then if the person, because I can't control who I'm having conversations with, but I can control... Um, myself so if i'm in a conversation with somebody and i'm trying to effectively communicate things to them and they're doing things in the conversation that aren't conducive to a resolve or the conversation being productive i tell them i'll talk to you later but like i said let's i'm still human and she's still like i say all the time that little that little something still resides in there and if you catch me on the right day and I have time, I might just pop off and we'll handle that later. Sometimes you have to actually be the peace that is still. Well, I am the peace that is still and I have a piece of still. And um, yeah, amen. I'm so happy y'all back. Last week I had like, uh, last week I didn't have that many people in the live. So I, uh, I was a little sad because I know I had stepped away for a while, but I'm so glad that you guys are back. This makes me happy. And I'm, I'm going to tell you guys now, I'm not going to be here for Thanksgiving. I'm going to let you guys eat all the Christmas ham and turkey and stuffing and pecan pies and everything else that you want to eat with um, hopefully your family and not your relatives. And um, then I will be back uh, with another video the following week. So, um, I will have like a little special something that I'm going to put up for you guys on Thanksgiving, but we won't be live on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, we'll be watching, uh, the lights lose and we'll be eating Christmas hams and all that good stuff. 
How did you figure we didn't want the tea for the holidays? I... <laughs> I want to know y'all tea for the holidays. Especially y'all that end up going to y'all uh, relative's house and not your family house. I want to know who arguing. I want to know who took home too many plates and didn't bring anything. I want to know who kids broke something. I want to see the fashions. I want to see I want to see the good plates and the struggle plates. That's how I'm I want to see what y'all doing for Thanksgiving. And then the week after we could talk about it. We could talk about it all. <laughs>